Welcome to the Crossroads Church Podcast, where we desire to see a world transformed by the good news of Jesus Christ. If you have a story to share about how God is working in your life, you can send a message to info at mycrossroads.com. Now, let's get our hearts and minds ready for a powerful message from God's Word. Truly thank you, educators, for all you do. You're making a huge, huge difference. You have an amazing mission field right in front of you, and thanks for making a difference in our kids' lives. I also want to say hi to those who are watching online right now around the country and around the world. Thank you for being part of the Crossroads family this morning. Uh, you know, there's, there's times that as I'm reading the Bible that sometimes just a, uh, a phrase comes out at me and just, just touches me like it's never touched me before. Sometimes it's just a word. Uh, and, and one word just kind of exploded to me at the start of, uh, at the start of this year, and it was the word hope. And, and I just couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't believe how many times it was in the Bible. Bible and, and just kind of just came alive and just God became this, this God of hope in, a, in a, a way he never had before by just seeing that. I came across another word a few weeks ago that, again, read it a hundred times in the Bible, but, but somehow this word just exploded this time to me. And suddenly I was seeing all these blessings that came as a result of that word. I mean, if we, and, and God was saying, if we would just have this quality, this character quality in our life, our life would be significantly different. Our life would be significantly better. And it wasn't just a few times in Scripture. It was from, I mean, like cover to cover. It was all over there. And that really, really got my attention. I'm thinking, God, I want this in my life in a greater degree than I have it now. Uh, I, because, I mean, because it blesses you, but also, I'm not, man, I want to see the results of what you're talking about. Uh, about here, and it's, and it's the word generosity, and it says this. This is just one of, of dozens I could read. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed, and think of that. According to this verse, God is saying if we're a generous person, God's going to prosper us, and we're going to be, there's times of refreshing. It's going to be just a blessing in our, in our life. Now, one thing about it, when we hear the word generosity, a lot of times we immediately go to money. And, and that's one aspect of it, but think about all the ways we can be generous. Anything that we have, we can be generous with anything we have. We can be generous with our time. We can be generous with our talents. We can be generous with our prayers. We can be generous with our love. We can be generous with our words. We can be generous with our concern. We can be generous with our mercy. I could go on and on and on. In fact, if you're hurting and you're really struggling, you don't need somebody to write a check for you. You need somebody to be there for you. You need somebody to love up on you. And so, you know, I asked somebody, uh, just as I was preparing this, saying, you know, who's somebody that's been generous to you? And immediately they said somebody that, that and I said, why do they stand out to you? I said, well, one time I was, had them go to the hospital, and they took me to the hospital, and they waited for me there, and, and I didn't have a car, and every week they took me to church, and every week they took me to, to, to the ladies' Bible study and everything. And, and I thought, you know, money was never mentioned in that. Kindness and friendship and care and concern were the things that were mentioned. You know, every single week you come in here and, uh, and, and, and hopefully you're blessed 
But people have, have given their time and their talents and everything to, to make that happen. There's people right now on the, uh, on the monitors, on the TVs. There's people that are in the sound booth. There's people that are in the audio video. There's people that greeted you. There's people that long before you came here, they were praying for you. They were praying for every seat. They were praying over you that God would, would bless you as you came, came in. There's people who are watching your kids right now and loving up on your kids and teaching your kids. There's people who are, are, are volunteering in the, uh, in the cafe so they can give you that nectar of life, right? And so, you know, and, and, and also not only because you gave, which is one of the big reasons we're able to do this and, and project this to, to thousands of people, but also because, because there's people that love and gave their time and talents and efforts and care and things like that. It's a team effort. You know, there's something that, uh, that also that uh, the, the person, uh, Robert Morris, who wrote the book, The, the Blessed Life, he says this. He says that the greatest decision that we could ever make, the smartest decision that we could ever make outside of asking Jesus to be our Lord and Savior is to be a generous person. And you know why? We're going to take a look at that today because here it is. Because, because great things happen through generous people, great things happen to generous people, and great things happen in generous people. You ready for this? All right, so we got great things first happen through generous people. And you know that. I mean, we've seen that. You've been on the receiving end of that. And, and really, I love win-win situations. I love it when everybody wins. And really, get, generosity is a win-win-win situation. The people who receive whatever it is that was given to them in generosity, they are blessed. The person who gives is blessed. God Almighty is blessed. You want to bless the heart of God? There's one great way of doing it. Be a generous person because that's who he is. That's what he does. Another thing is, is generosity uh, begets generosity. And, and think about this. How many times have you seen somebody being generous and it stirred something in you to be generous? Or you saw one person and it started, go ahead and show that. It started a domino effect, right? I mean, here's a domino, one of the smallest domino. Go ahead and throw that up there. Or not. All right, there we go. But it started with one just, just generous little, little domino, and it ended up getting bigger, 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 bigger. And you don't even realize what can happen as a result of one person being generous. You know, there was a, a person that was telling me that they were in the Zaxby's line for the, uh, the order out, and the person in front of them, uh, or they, they went to pay, and the, pers the person said, hey, the person in front of you already paid for, for yours. He said, wow, man, that's so sweet. Well, I want to pay for the person behind me. And the person laughed and said, you're now the seventh person that has done that in a row. And I thought, what a, you know, what a cool thing that probably everybody evened out. You know, there was fairly close to everybody, you know, paying the same amount. But as a result of one person being generous, that all of a sudden eight people at least were blessed as a result of one person being, uh, being generous. Something else is, is that uh, the simple acts of generosity can profoundly affect lives. Think about, I want you to think about in your life how one person being generous at one time has impacted your life in a, in a big way. And you know, it's so, it's so fun. As you're doing that, I can just see in there, man, I can think of this person, I can think of this person. But uh, I, I thought back to something that happened a, a while back that there was a, a, a person that came up to me after a service and said, and handed me an envelope, and I believe it had $400 in it, and they said, please give this to somebody who needs it. 
So I said, okay, we'll try to make sure that it goes in the hands of somebody that, that really needs this. And I immediately took it to, to Nancy, our, our missions chairperson, and, uh, and told her what, the, you know, what that was for. And, and then I, I was leaving the, the office, and, and I just saw somebody that was just totally dejected. I said, what is going on? They said, can we talk? And so I went into the, 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 the back for just a few minutes, and they, I said, what's going on? They said, man, we are in financial trouble. We just cannot seem to get it. And said, so we have this bill that's, the, that's their almost $400 bill. And I said, and I started laughing. I said, I'll be right back. And I came, grabbed that from Nancy and said, you know what, here it is. And they, man, they burst into tears. They started crying. And, then, and think of it, from one person's generosity, not only were their needs met, but they went, they came in in despair and they came out in hope, realizing, you know what, God has got this. God's got this. I don't have to be afraid anymore. Look at this, a tangible thing. God has got this. You know, a friend of mine one time was, was watching, I may have told this story before, but he was uh, just sitting in a, a place where they were give, doing nail, a nail salon, waiting for his wife to, to get her nails done. And a person was, was getting up to, uh, to, to pay, and he really felt like God said, pay for this lady. And so he went up and he said, ma'am, I'd love to pay for, for yours. I just really feel like God is telling me to do that. She burst into tears, and he said, what's going on? And she said, my, my husband left me just a few weeks ago. And she said, um, I don't have any money, but man, I just wanted to do something for myself that just made me feel alive again and a person again. And, and just came in there that, that all of a sudden this person again had hope, had, had God's got this, God sees you, God's gonna take care of you in the middle of a rough situation. You know, there was one person that, that, uh, that a while back was, went into a Starbucks and paid for the person behind them and just left a note there as they, as they did that and said, said, God loves you, have a great day. Well, the person found out who did that and came up to them and said, you know, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been to church since I was a little girl, but I feel like I'm supposed to go. Do you have a, a church that you recommend? And the person you know, said, hey, come to my, come to my church. And that person, a few weeks later, gave their life to Jesus Christ and was baptized, all because of a $3 cup of coffee. You never know the difference that people, you can make with just giving, uh, giving, giving and, and seeing where that, where that goes. Great things also, not only great things happen through generous people, great things happen to generous people. Again, I could, I could give dozens of verses. Here's just two of them, one from Proverbs 22. Genera generous people will be blessed because they share their food with the poor. Psalm 112, good will come to those who are generous. Time after time in, in Scripture, it says that the generosity opens the door for further blessing in our life. The Bible says in Galatians 6, 7, it, it says, we will reap what we sow. Jesus put it like this, give and it will be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running into your lap. For the same measure you use is the same measure that will be used back to you. You put those two principles together, and you've got the, the law of the harvest. You've got the law of sowing and reaping. You've got the law of reciprocity. And what Jesus is saying is whatever we give, you know, we're going to, if you plant, and we know that if any of us are gardeners or farmers, you know if you plant green beans, what are you going to get? Green beans. If you plant corn, what are you going to get? And God says whatever we plant is what we're going to get back in, in life. And again, we're not just talking about money there. 
I mean, if you plant kindness and goodness and love, the chances are you are going to receive that back in, re, in return. I mean, think about somebody that has an opportunity either to either plant seeds of, uh, of, of love or plant seeds of hatred. And this person, you know, not always, but usually they're going to get love back in return for the love that they, that they plant, the kindness, the care, the attention, whatever it is. And these people in here, the chances are pretty good that they're going to get hatred back. You plant hatred, you're going to get hatred back in, uh, in life. And, and somebody may say, you know, well, I don't give in order to, to get and we probably shouldn't. That shouldn't be our primary motive, but it's going to happen because, again, it's a law. It's a principle that God has established. Paul put it like this in Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians 9, 12. Now, in context, this is talking about financial giving, and it's giving about in mission and ministry, but here's what he says. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seed will get a, a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. Nobody in here is going, that's not true. We all know that's true. There's laws of, of, of reciprocity, the law of the, the harvest again. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or don't give response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Did you hear that? God loves it when we give when we give cheerfully, when we give generously. I mean, he loves it. You want to make God happy? Give cheerfully. And you know that's true. Anybody who's a parent, you know the blessing that that gives. Uh, that when you see your child being generous, when you see your child, when you did not twist their arm, when you did not force them to do something, and they, out of their goodness of their heart, out of who they are, that you see them being generous, it blesses your heart. I can't tell you how many times parents have come up and they've bragged on their kids, and they should brag on their kids, and say, I gotta tell you something my son did. I gotta tell you something my daughter did. And they tell the story of their, of their son or daughter being spontaneously generous, and man, they are saying this with a beaming heart and just you can tell they're proud of their, their, proud, their child gets it. Their child has a good heart, and it's showing in that way. And I wonder how many times when God looks at us and he sees us being generous, that we bless the heart of God, that he, like the ultimate parent, goes, man, they get it. They see my heart. They're doing in response just like I would, would do that. And, um, and it says this. It says, and God will generously provide all you need. You know the reason we can be generous in this world? Because God's been generous to us. We can be generous because we are the recipient of, of a God who is incredibly, incredibly generous. In fact, everything, good thing that you ever have and ever will have in your life is a result of God's generosity. So we in turn, in fact, there's probably few times in our life that we're ever more like God than when we are generous because God is generous and we are representing his, uh, his heart and reflecting his character. Another thing is, is too, is that, uh, and, oh, it says this, and God will generously provide all you need then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Did you, see, did you hear the reason why God gave? To provide for your needs and even more so, so that you can have others to, more to share. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their de good deeds will be remembered forever. Don't miss that part. Put it on the back burner. Their deeds will be remembered for, forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that, don't miss those two words, so that. In other words, God's about to tell you why he blesses you. Okay, and he says, it says, it says this. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that 
You can have the newest and greatest technology. No, it doesn't say that, does it? You can always wear designer. No. You can drive the... No, it doesn't say that. And then, you know what? There's nothing wrong with those things. I'm saying this. It's saying God will always give us what we need, and he gives us more than we need. He says he gives us things for us to enjoy. But also, here's another reason that we can't forget, another reason why God gives us more than we need. And in this country, we got more than we need. And when we... Uh, that you can always be generous. And when you take your gifts and those, uh, when you take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So two good things will result from the ministry of giving. The needs of the believers will be met, and they will joyfully express their thanks to, to God. Did you understand that? Every time when you give in here, to, uh, two things will happen. Needs will be met, and also there's going to be people around the, the region and around the, the, the world that are saying, thank you, God. For those people. Thank you, God. And I, I want to give you an example of that. This is one thing that I've been given that doesn't seem like much, but man, this is, this is one of the most significant gifts I've ever been given. And I'll tell you the background for it. We've done a lot of mission work in, in Africa. There was one time I did not go on a trip, but here's, I want you to know what this is. This is a plate holder. Now, most of the people that we ministered to, they only had about five or six things in their family. That is all they had. They had the clothes on their back. They had a mat. They had a hut, a little small hut, and they had a grass mat to, uh, to sleep on. And then they each had one little plate, a little wooden plate about that big, and a little wooden, uh, a little wooden fork. And they would put the plates and the forks after they were done in this. So this is one of the five or six things they owned in their household. And one time there was a person that was so blown away by the gift of eternal life that our group shared with them that they said, please, please, please give this to the pastor who sent, who sent you so that we could hear the words of life. And I want you to know this doesn't just go to me. This goes to you all because you're the ones that, that helped send those, uh, those people through your generosity and through your prayers and everything. But I want you to hear that there were people, that this was a family on the other side of the world that was so blessed by your generosity that they said, I want to I thank God. I thank God for, for those people. And they wanted to do something in, re, in return because, again, generosity has this way of beginning generosity no matter how much that is. And uh, we can't understand this too. And this goes with what I talked about last week. We can't truly be generous until first we're faithful. Is that true? I mean, think of, think of this. If you were to watch somebody and you were sitting with somebody at a dinner table and they, and they gave the, the, the waitress an 80% tip, I mean, what would you think? You'd be going, man, that is generous. That is really generous. But you saw the same person get up and intentionally walk out without paying the bill. Would you still think that they are generous? Or would they be a thief who's also <laughs> generous? You know what I mean? And the same thing we talked about last week, that God says that the first 10% of all we make is to give to God. And he said specifically where that's supposed to be, into the temple or into the, the house of God is what he, what he said. And so if we're given to everything else, but we're not doing what God told us to do first, then maybe we need to reexamine that. And speaking of waitresses, it always, it always amazed me that we could easily give a waitress or a waiter 15 or 20 percent of a person who's just waited on us a few minutes, and the God who's given us everything that we have, sometimes we struggle with giving him 10 percent. Also, great things happen in generous people. Let's look at the verse in Proverbs again. He said, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. That word for prosper, it literally means to be fat in the, in the Greek. 
And, and that doesn't mean we're, you know, we're going to need to go on a diet. It's saying that there's going to be, a, you know, that there's going to be an abundance in our life. God promises that. And he says this, that the word for refreshed, it literally means to water. So, and think about what water represents. It represents life, right? It represents just refreshing. It represents, and God is saying as we water other people, God is going to, to also water us. There was a, a, a person who, who wrote an article. Her name is Elizabeth uh, Swoboden, and, and she was, wrote an article for the Wall Street Journal a few years ago, a couple years ago, and, and she, it, she talked about that um, Darwin would talk about the survival of the fittest, and, and he really believed that, that we were, there was something inside of us that compelled us to always look out for number one and crush anybody that was in our way to get to, to number one. And she said, as she was looking and doing the research of neuroscientists, she said, not only was that not true, but the exact opposite was true. That God has placed this thing, a gumdrop size place in your, uh, in your brain that's right at the, the base, in the middle part of your brain, right at the, the, the base of the, of the frontal lobes. And they said this, that they found out that any time that we give to a worthy cause of our time, of our talent, of our resources to a worthy cause, this thing lights up like a Christmas tree in our, in our brain. And it does two things. It gives us, first of all, it, 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 it gives us a, a dose of, of a, a chemical, and it also gives us a dose of, of a hormone. The, the chemical is, is dopamine. And this is the joy chemical. This is the chemical that, man, when you eat something good, when your team wins, when you're excited, when you're in love, this is what dopamine comes in there, and it brings excitement into our life. It brings that joy, that thrill, that whoo into, into there. And, and oxytocin is, the, uh, is the, the hormone. And what that is, is that's the hormone that binds, that bonds us to another person. It's the, the hormone that is secreted in f- for a, a woman when she gives birth that bonds her to that child. It is what is given in a, a man as he has, has relations with his, his wife uh, of, to bond her, to, uh, to him, to, uh, to her. And, you know, you think about uh, this, that God has, has put it in, his, in, in our body that he rewards us for generosity, that he rewards us when we are generous. God actually gives us these blessings in there to say, man, way to go, do that again. And we get a thrill, something lights up in our brain, and we get a thrill of that, and we also it bonds us to, to, other, to other people. And, uh, and something that we know, too, is, is, is this, is we enjoy life more than we're generous, don't, don't we? I mean, have you ever, have doing this, has that ever made you happy? Has it ever brought you joy to go, no, I'm not going to do that? Never. I mean, I'm thinking it, no time in my life has that made me happy. But I can't think of any time that I haven't done this that I've gone, something inside of me goes, yeah, that was good. Man, that felt good. Even whatever it is that we gave, whatever it is, the time, the talent, the prayers, the whatever, when you give away, something happens. Jesus says this. He said, it truly is more blessed less to give than to receive. The message translation puts it like this. You'll not, no, not lo- likely go wrong if you keep remembering that our master said you're far happier giving than getting. And I think I've told this story before, but it had such a profound effect on me. I was five years old, and I was, uh, my family and I were traveling in the four corners area of the United States, which is where four states uh, meet. And it's, man, it is just a deserted, de- it's, a, it's the... Um, Navajo Indian Reservation, it, it, is, it is really rough. It's really, really rough. 
And so I remember I'm, right, I'm drawing on some, with crayons, I'm doing some, some coloring books in the, in the back, and I'm having a big old time with it. I have about seven or eight new coloring books and, and some crayons, and I'm just making time and everything. And, and all of a sudden, my dad sees this young Navajo boy on the side of the, the road, just sitting there on the side of the road. And he pulls up in front of him, and I'll never forget, he turns around to me, and he says, he says, Lil, wouldn't you like to give that, that boy some of your uh, coloring books? I was four, you know, five years old, and I thought, no, I kind of like having all these, these coloring books. But I knew what he was saying, even at that age. And I, so I go outside, and I hand this little boy three of my coloring books and some of my, some of my crayons. And I remember, I'll never forget him looking at me and me looking at him. And I remember going back into, my, into our station wagon and taking off. And I remember looking back in the back of the station wagon and him looking up, looking at this, and him waving. And you know what? I remember three coloring books that I ever had in my life. Which three do, you, three do you think are the ones that I remember? It's not the ones I colored in. It's not the ones I spent all the time. It's the three I gave away, and I'll never forget that moment. And, um, and that's the, the thing that is just, to me, amazing, is this is generous people will never be forgotten. Uh, you know, every single one of us, there's something that we share in common. All of us, we want to be remembered, don't we? When we leave this earth, we want to be remembered that, that us being here made a, made a difference. You want to be remembered? Be generous. It's God saying that, and you know it's true, and I know it's true. As I was writing this, my mind was flooded with hundreds and hundreds of times that people have been generous with me in different ways in their life. And it was like, seriously, it was like I almost remembered every single one of them. I remember at a time when I was only four years old, just about to turn five, and a lady gave, got me $5 worth of Batman playing cards, and I remember it to this day. I remember one time I'm in line at a store, and I think I was getting a, a little plastic baseball bat, and I didn't quite have enough money, and a guy behind me goes, I got it. Don't worry about it. I remember this. I don't know who he was. I'm just six, seven years old, and I still remember that man and that act of kindness. I remember Iva May Case. Iva May was a lady that has not been alive for 30 years on this, on this earth. But I remember when I was first a, a youth pastor, in my first, first place I was a youth pastor, and I would drive an hour and a half from, from seminary to, to be at the place where I was the, the youth pastor, and I would stay the night. And I had no place to stay, so I would stay the night in the church on, the, on a couch. And then I'd try to just wash up in the morning, bring in extra clothes, and things like that. And Iva May found out about it. She's a lady about 75, 77 years old. And she looked at me and said, you are never going to sleep on that couch again. She said, from now on, you've got a home. From now on, you're going to be in my house. And for two years, every Saturday night, I stayed with, uh, with Iva May. And in a whole summer, I stayed with Iva May. And I'll never forget her. She's been dead for 30 years, and I remember, remember her. I, I don't even know where I'd start in here. I don't even know where I'd start with the generosity that people have, have, have given me. Your generous prayers, times when I've been, where you've opened up your, your home to me, where you've, 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 you've given tickets, you've given, taken us to, to, to eat, you've, you've opened up a, a vacation home to us so we could do that. In fact, I wrote this, I wrote this message in, in a place where somebody gave me a cabin for a few days so I could go and, and, and study, and I could go, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. You know, I, one thing that Angie can, can testify is I have, uh, I have files of, of probably every single 
uh, note that I've ever been given, positive note I've ever been given, words of encouragement. I kept keep texts and do do those because you know what? I remember every one of them every time. You would know it and I know it when somebody's generous to us. When whatever that generosity is, I remember one time I I had surgery and I couldn't I couldn't take down my Christmas lights and somebody came from the church and took down every one of my Christmas lights. I could go on and on and on. What I'm trying to say is, when we are generous to people, we will be remembered fondly forever and ever and ever. And I want to close with a story. And it says this. The young man said, I'm here to help you, ma'am. Why don't you wait in the car where it's warm? By the way, my name is Brian. The elderly woman breathed a sigh of relief. There was no way she could have changed her own tire. Brian had the spare tire on and the jack down in less than 10 minutes. As he was uh, tightening the lug nuts, the woman rolled down her window and began to talk to him. She told him that she was from St. Louis and was, excuse me, only passing through. She couldn't thank him enough for coming to her aid. Brian just smiled as he closed the trunk. She asked him how much she owed him. Any price would have been all right with her. She'd already imagined some of the awful things that might have happened if Brian hadn't shown up. Brian never thought twice about asking for money even though he could have used some financial help. Changing a tire was not a job to him. It was a matter of just helping somebody in need. He told the woman that if she really wanted to pay him back, the next time she saw somebody that needed help, she could give the person the assistance they needed. And when you do, just think of me. Brian waited until the woman started the car and drove off. It had been a cold and depressing day, but he felt good inside as he headed home. A few miles down the road, the woman saw a a small diner. Though the place didn't look like much, she went in to grab a bite to eat and take the chill off before she made the last leg of her trip home. Her waitress bought a clean towel for for the woman to dry her hair with. She had a sweet smile, one that even being on her feet all day couldn't erase. The woman noticed that the waitress was pregnant. She wondered how someone who'd seemingly had so little could be so generous and kind to a stranger. Then the woman remembered Brian. As she finished her meal, she gave the waitress a $100 bill. While the waitress went to get changed, the woman slipped quietly out the door. When the waitress came back to the table, she noticed something written on a napkin. When she picked it up to read it, she noticed four $100 bills that had been left underneath it. There were tears in the waitress's eyes when she read what the woman had written. You don't owe me anything. I've been there too. Somebody nice helped me out the way I've been helping you. If you really want to pay me back, here's what you do. Don't let the chain of love end with you. That night when the waitress got home from work and climbed into bed, she was thinking about the, the money that the woman had and the, what the woman had written. How could the woman know how much she and her husband needed the money? With the baby due in a month, she knew how worried her husband was. As he, As he lay sleeping next to her, she gave him a soft kiss and whispered softly, everything's going to be all right. I love you, Brian. Great things happen through generous people. Great things happen to generous people. And great things happen in generous people. You know, one of my favorite things that we ever do at Crossroads is to, when we we do the uh, Rise Against Hunger, and this is where we gather together and we prepare meals for 
for people around the world, starving people around the, the world. It's something I love to be a part of. It's something that we were going to do on September the 11th as a, as, a, as a church family. We need everybody to help out with that. But something that happened is, is Nancy uh, wrote me, texted me, and said, said, how many do you want to do this this year? And the most we'd ever done is 10,000. I said, how about we do 20,000? Not knowing where the money's going to come from, because we don't even have the money to do the 10,000. 10, and so all of a sudden, as soon as I finished, I mean, as soon as I texted her and went push send, I got another text back, and somebody wrote and said, I have $3,000 I want to give the church. Where could you need it? Now, you know, there's a lot of places we could need it. Where was God telling us to give that? So I started to laugh, and I wrote him and said, how'd you like to provide meals for 10,000 people? For 10,000 meals, it cost $3,400, and he gave the $3,400. But I thought, you know what? I ask you to give uh, the $1, bring $1 today if you, if you got a message of that. And think about what we can do is every one of us, if we just give a dollar, all of us together, all the people that are listening online, we can feed an additional 10,000 people. What we want to do is 20,000 or more to see that. Sylvia and I decided to do more than, more than the $1, bring $1. If you, if you want to bring more than that, you, you can. But what I want to show is the difference you and I can make around the world with just everybody doing a little part here and a little part giving of our time and our effort on September 11th. It's amazing what God can do. Thank you so much for listening to the Crossroads Church Podcast. If you'd like to listen to past Crossroads Church Podcast, you can go to mycrossroads.co slash podcast. Once again, thanks for listening.